Can you do a fast flippy tongue talk? Sounds very primal. It is. It is primal. Does it turn you on? No. Pussy. Actually, it turns me off a little. Yeah. Totally turned off right now. Really? Yeah. If that was your goal, <laughs> you've succeeded. <laughs> no, wait, baby, I was just trying to just trying to see if uh, you know, because there's got to be something. There's got to be something that's going to make your head turn and go. I have never looked at Boogie in that way before, and now I think for some reason there was a tingle. I'll of course reject it and pretend it's not there, but there Let is me a point. Think about that. I'm sure I can come up with something. That something would actually excite me and just totally offend you. Like something. Like if I left. <laughs> You're all, that turns me on. I get really horny once you leave, Boogie. Oh, my God. Is that what it is? No, that's not what it is. Is that is. Like... <laughs> That's just so... <laughs> it's when you talk like that that makes me wonder why I'm doing this podcast. Perfect. That is perfect. Let's start the show. <laughs> Let us start the show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Now cheer! Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from Kathy's special place in front of our perverted studio audience. I am Boogie. I'm Kathy. I'm Owl. Hi. And then we have. And then there's Dell. And then over there, don't don't hand them the mic. That is uh, no mic. that is Sandra. Oh my God! <laughs> From Barney's and Rubbles. What? See, well, I was gonna give Sandra code names, you know, so oh. so she oh, wouldn't talk. Name. So you know, it's you know, yeah. We'll call her. We don't want more problems. We'll call her Fred from Barney's and Rubbles. Oh, oh that's just no. I, it sounds like kind of. No. Can I say the website? Trannies in Trouble. Dot com. Trannies in Trouble dot com. That's right. God damn it. That is it. <laughs> Look, Sandra's like, please, why am I still holding this They're microphone? butchering my party. <laughs> why, why am I even here? Why, you are here because we love you, god damn it. It is exciting. So we got a full house. Go ahead and put the mic down. It's fine. And uh, Kathy. Boogie. Here we are. I know you're going to talk about shit. We're, we're going to, huh? I know you're going to talk about shit. What shit? Am I going to talk about, well, the fact that I broke my phone while trying to take a poop? Well, you didn't break your phone so much as you dropped it in the toilet. I, I didn't drop it Tell in me, the toilet. Tell me, was it pre-poop or post-poop? It, it was pre. It was, okay, it, thank you. Well, the thing is, is last night, you know, because Muse in, in you know, out of town, she's on, a, she's on a vacation doing the camping thing with some guy that wants to fuck her. Uh, you know, did I say that out loud? Well, that's Mew. I did, of course. Everyone does. Well, it's like a family thing, but, the, you know, she's not related to these people. And, and, it's, like, and it's like this one, and, you know, he paid for the flight out and whatever. And I'm like, dude, he's just trying to get in your pants. And she's like, I'm not going to sleep with him. If and he I'm doesn't like, explicitly say that, she doesn't owe him anything. That's no, right. No, well, even if he did explicitly say something, he doesn't, she doesn't owe him anything. Well, that too, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's just that, uh, that, that definite funny, you know, whatever, okay. stars and, you know. So she's uh, not here. She's not here. So, and actually, and you always con- get yourself into trouble when Mew's not here. It, well, I did. A lot of trouble. Yeah. So, so I'm out last night uh, and I do the, uh, you know, my little walk because I walk now. I can't drive anymore because I got a ticket. 
I got a tra- I got a cell phone ticket playing Pokemon Go. Boogie. And and it was stopped. It was literally stopped. And it was a, a Glendale cop. And, and it shouldn't have been because it was a Costco, which is Burbank. And it was traffic. We're sitting going three miles an hour. And I just had my phone in my hand. And he's like, you, get to me. And they gave me a cell phone ticket. And I'm like, eh, eh, whatever. And then I'd, all of a sudden, like came crashing down like, I can't do this. You know, because I spend a lot of money in gas and whatever. And I'm like, I can't, you know, I got to you know, change. You know, some behaviors. So now I only walk, you know, so I just... Uh, you I, only walk when you do Pokemon. Yeah, I only, yeah, I only walk. So, okay. you know, yeah, I stopped driving altogether. That's what you made it ab- sound like. Abandoned the car, and now I said, <laughs> I'm going to live in a cardboard box. So, yeah, so I've just been walking and whatever, and I have my little board, my little pokey board, you know, and I have my phones on it, and I had to go to the bathroom, and so I'm like, go into this store, and there was nowhere to put the phones, and I was still tethered to the charger, and I put them on the toilet paper thing. And so I guess I moved a little bit and it yanked one off and it went dink. And that was the end of my phone. Oh, boogie. And then I don't have a phone, right? So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And it was an old phone, a you know, used phone anyway. And of course I have to get a, a, you know, a phone. And I walk back to the car and I get in the car and I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't have a phone. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just... I, go to turn on the car the car won't turn on and i'm like oh god come on really <laughs> the fuck just i'm in the parking lot just screaming and laughing because i'm like this is this is my luck i'm listen i'm i shouldn't be laughing because <laughs> it was oh come on but you sent me the saddest most pathetic what? email explaining all this and what? i was laughing my ass off <laughs> thinking i'm the worst friend in the world <laughs> It wasn't one of those, oh, my God, how are we going to get a hold of it? Well, after I stopped laughing, I sent you an email. Oh, poor buggy. (laughs) Fucking idiot. So it turns out, I mean, uh, for those of you that know mechanics a little bit, when your starter on your car starts to go, you'll have a full charge and everything, and it'll just go, and then it just won't turn over and that's that's usually your starter so the trick is is you can let it sit and it, it's degenerative so it doesn't like just die usually it'll start going and then it'll start again and then it'll go and then you can tap on it if you you'll get a broom handle or something and jab it in there tell me you didn't get a broom handle and jab i had it in no there. broom handle but okay. and i and at the time i'm just like sitting there just going really this is because there's nothing open because it's a holiday weekend so i know like you know today the day we do the show I have no way, you know, I don't have a phone to call AAA, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, whatever, I hope this thing starts. And it did. It started and it's running now. So was, that was fine. Uh, but you do eventually have to get that. Well, no, I got to take that in the next because okay. you don't know when it's going to crap out. But it was just funny because without a phone, you can't call the AAA. We have roadside in, in the U.S. We have AAA roadside service and you pay every month and it saves you a billion dollars when your car dies because towing costs a million dollars. Um so it was just funny how I'm just like, really? Here, and it, yeah, okay. So, uh, so it was funny, but you know, everything worked out. Got to the place, got a new phone today, uh, you know, which was great. And then I'll go get the, I'll go get the the starter done, which was amazing because people have been like giving me all sorts of tips because I guess. The I don't have the sound up. I promised I wouldn't do the sound that the brakes do. Yeah, thank you, please. Um, but apparently, a lot of people were affected by that uh, in in both positive and negative ways. Um, and it turns out that that's from just driving slow. The previous owner, it's called glazing the brakes or something. I, one of our listeners is like a like certified brake guru person, 
Yeah, when you step on the brakes slowly, slowly. You come to a slow stop. Yeah, yeah, and that's what you do playing the game. And that's, you know, if you do like taxi drivers and stuff like that a lot, and you can make the brakes kind of glaze so that they'll, it's like one of those singing bowls, you know, like when you rub the singing bowl and it goes, that was my brakes. So uh, my mechanics like just, just, you know, slam on your brakes a bunch of times and you'll do it. Otherwise, you got to spend the five hundred dollars to do it. And then this this guy, our listener, gave a lot of, you know, like cool advice like here, put this on and whatever. So now I'm just like, <laughs> you know, all my shit's flying all over the place it's like a <laughs> rock concert in my fucking car. I'm like, I will not squeal my brakes. <laughs> they start going and I'm all fuck you. <laughs> My head hits the dashboard. I got a concussion. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, right. It's good, but the, and and so you got to phone the got phone car thing at least break for now. So fun. you're going to get the starter. Fixed. So I'm going to get the starter instead. Spend so the far. money on the starter. And and what was and I don't know how to deal with this because you know and we're going to talk about this because I'm making a new rule tonight that going forward no more homeless talk. On the podcast. On the podcast. I mean, other than whatever adventures, like if, you know, we, we have orgies in the car or I do kink stuff or I drag Al around and violate her, you know, somewhere in the car, you know. She's, all, Where did she's she like, what? I just, I'm what? on my phone here. What? what? She's on her phone. I just wanted to, you what? know, make sure. Yeah, we're going to do anal in the car, right? I, I never agreed to this. I just said we're going to do anal in the car. That was a negotiation right there. Dell, you want to do anal in the car? If you give me the shiny Kyogre, I will. Oh. Oh. Uh. Okay. She needs stuff. She's not willing. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Dell's just like, I got it right here. It's pink. It's shiny. It looks amazing. He showed it to me. He does have it. It is pretty impressive. But yeah, so I'll talk about like adventures, you know, that we have. But there comes a point and I'm getting into my zone. I mean, obviously when things go bad, you know, it's it's, it's rough like when cars die. But that's like that for anybody. Um, But I can't keep abusing our listeners with uh with that because there's a dynamic that happens and you've experienced things similar to this cat oh yes when people can't fix your life they it starts to make them very uncomfortable because they care about you well one of two things happen one is that they start to get very uncomfortable right and the other thing is that they start to get very judgmental yeah and they start to, what's wrong with Boogie? Why can't he do this? This is a simple thing as far as I'm just concerned. Go, Why can't he yeah. just do this? Why can't he just do that? And it comes out of a place, yeah, impatience, but it also comes out of a place of caring. But it's not what you need to hear. No. It sucks when you're, when you're the recipient of all that. And there are reasons why you are doing some things and there are reasons why you're not doing other things. And the last thing you want to hear when you're in this extremely fragile place is somebody judging you. Right. No matter where it's coming from. And I'm, it is starting. It is it started. Has started, and yeah. uh, and I'm getting, and it's that whole like why, you know, and it's like because because and, and I don't like to crutch, you know, key phrases like mental illness and things like that. But after 51 years, I think everyone on the show understands that Boogie has some some things in his brain that don't don't work like normal normal folk. So I have some obstacles and things that I have to deal with on a regular basis and depression and anxiety and, and you know, personality disorder, borderline and, you know, those types of things. And so those are big challenges in and of themselves. So if my process that I'm going and the logic that I use for why I stay in the car or why I haven't done this or why I haven't done that, um, to people that understand um, – 
you know, have similar experiences with what they deal with with their mind, you know, I get a little more understanding from them because they know you, you're it. You have to do a whole just because you can do something physically doesn't mean that there's not a mental obstacle that's just like a wall of bricks. And so I have some of those and I've done more work and more preemptive work and I've gone to more homeless shelters and, and signed up for more things and filled out more applications than I think I've ever done in one time at any time in my life. So I am being aggressive and I am uh, trying to do things, but ultimately um, this is going to take time no matter what, unless somebody comes up and says, Hey, I have a warehouse. You want to help run it? And, and, uh, you can live in a motor home, whatever. Um, if that's not going to happen, this process takes time. It takes time to get a job. It takes time to make enough money. It takes time to find a place that isn't, uh, going to be damaging to me. So I understand that people are getting impatient because they're just like, what you've been in the car for three weeks. Why haven't you fixed this yet? And, and so, I understand the care and concern, but I also, I don't need the judgment and I also don't want to bum out our listeners anymore. I want to just get to talking about kink and fun because there's a lot of things that are very positive in my life. You know, I have a fantastic relationship with Mew and we have a lot of fun. There's, I mean, I have other lovers that are, that are incredible and supportive and, and want to figure out new and creative ways for me to do horrible things to them on a regular basis. And I'm doing music again. I put up a picture. Uh, I did jingle. Oh, wait, here. I, I We could do the demo. Should we do them later? What are well, you talking I, about? Well, I, I did jingles. You. Yeah, well, I was they, a- only you and I are going to hear because I was able to do the jing- three audience members can't hear it. We're not set up for that yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they are staring at us. What? The audience yeah. outnumbers us. The, the, the ones actually listening right now, I think they trump our comfort. <laughs> it's, it's true. Dell, you are eminently practical. It is true. So, well, I'll do it when I'll do them later when I do the, the other one for the Reddit thing. Okie dokie. So, Sounds good. But I am doing a lot of stuff, Kathy. And, I see and, the pictures of you in your storage unit with your equipment I'm, out. I made it Madly work. creating I, music. I made it work, dude. Well, because they have a screw and light bulb and you can get an attachment and then you can <laughs> steal electricity from it. And there's a number of homeless people there, and the guy is totally cool. He's a taxidermist, the guy that runs the place. Yes, Al. Al, just a got- real legitimate tag. Like he showed me some pictures of some animals that he's done, and you're like, wow, this guy's really legitimate. It's not like when you look online and you're like disastrous taxidermy, and like the eyes are like pointing. But those are the best ones. And the cats look like they're just like straight out of pet cemetery. So. Uh, Wow. But yeah, he's real cool and he just doesn't, you know, as long as you're just, you know, you know, chill about it. And I'm not like hooking up air conditioners, <laughs> which is tempting because I got the, my portable air conditioner. And right. I'm like, wow, that would be sweet if I could do that. But I'd blow up the whole place because it just takes too much. Well, okay. If that's the decision you've come to, we will yeah. not discuss yeah, let's just... weighty homeless matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, okay. unless it's some good news and we get a place or something like that. Let's sure. just move on and, and just deal with this. Sounds deal with good. What do you got going on? I don't know that I have a lot going on, frankly. Did you get any dick? No, I did not get any dick this weekend because Creative Explorer had something to do like, I don't know, Friday night and then I had to do something to do Saturday morning then he had something to do Saturday night. Before you know it, we're like, our just schedules are not coinciding. 
And we and then last night I'm thinking, oh great, Sunday night comes around, and neither one of us after a certain time have something to do. But what does he do? He goes to a meeting and ends up staying at this meeting till three in the morning. And <sighs> my plan was to go and spend the night with him and then spend Monday with him. Oh no no, he had to go and go to this meeting until three in the morning. And I'm like, well great. That was the dick window right there. And I missed the fucking dick window. Close the dick window on you. That's a dick move. It is a dick move. God. So I was not happy, no. That is that is awful. We weren't happy either. <laughs> he was Del was, was part of the three AM meeting. I was there until two and then I was like, I need sleep eventually. <laughs> Wait a minute. You the, it was a um, yes, Creative Explorer was with me instead of Kathy. Hey, but ah. I hadn't thought of it that way. You suck. Did, did you, you at least get, did you you get just to imagine us sucking each other's cocks? Does that make it any better or no? Oh, man. I was going to say, did you give him a hand <laughs> Give me a second, please. His creative hand. Because that is a lovely image right there. Do I just need to play like I don't have any uh, music? Uh, for, um, uh, there's featured orgasm and just cut it off early. That's going right into my that spank bank, I'm it. telling you. I right don't have now. anything to play in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Them jacking each other off. <laughs> I'm gonna be thinking about that for a while. I, I don't think our penises make that noise. <laughs> You're not doing it right. We have to make that noise with our mouths, obviously. <laughs> If they don't make that that's sound, the, you're that's, doing it that's wrong. That's why I'm not into gay sex, Kathy, because, you, you know, guys, be. that's the oh, sound Oh, there we make. go. What? That's it. You just hit on it. What? The one thing that would make me go, why boogie? If I... Well, I mean, when you get lonely, you know, you know, some of those dark nights, you know, you're like, everyone dark. needs a sugar daddy, you know? Oh, boogie. So it's like, you know... I'm, see, I, I start to see you in a different light now. Really? Yeah. Just just me there? Yeah. Just sucking a dick? Yes. <laughs> Just going for it. Stop it. You get me all excited. <laughs> no, you're what? What makes you think that guys sucking each other's dick sounds like that? I don't know. Or anybody sucking a dick sounds like that. Does Mew sound like that when she sucks your dick? No, she sounds like this. Okay, then. <laughs> and then if I shove the back of her head, it goes... Well, that's just lovely. Thank Daddy, you for that. Daddy, I don't that. want to throw up in the car. <laughs> That's, that's your breaks. My, oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's if the car Stop gave with the noises up. already. What? Let's We're, move on. Oh, fine. Bed life is the place where unicorns play, but then they fuck each other in the ass with their horns because that's the kind of freaky shit that happens on bed life. I'm kind of trying to mouth the jingles to our audience. I don't think they appreciated, appreciated it. it. Oh, they, he did. Never mind. See? I'll just sing Del along. Del appreciated it? I'll just sing along. I'll you just could harmonize. sing along. I could. Okay. If I could sing. All right. Karaoke show. Okay. The, the karaoke. I want to do that. I want to do a show, like a perverted podcast, like when we start doing live parties and stuff like that again, like actually have like a jingle show where we just sit down and I go, and now, you know, because they're all like 30 seconds long or 12 seconds long and it would be great, like sing a hundred jingles. Thank you. And now. I don't think the audience are, no. No, our online audience wouldn't like that. It'd be amazing. Okay, we'll sorry. like it. I think we would like it, but Alice couldn't care less. We just don't have to face. sing. Everyone can sing. I'd be down. Hey, I can grab it there if I want. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what are you grabbing? <laughs> I like this. I like what's going on here. <laughs> I was grabbing the mic for context. Uh, I'm huh? sure you were. I like how you're stroking the handle. It's kind of nice. 
You get that? My f- hand is stationary. It's not moving. It's just the mic that's moving. Dell is now stroking my hand, though. Yes. <laughs> You're all. Don't tell me what to do, bitch. I know. I know how to jerk a dick. Damn. Sorry. All right. I'm just speaking on behalf of. Shall Al. we go on? Yeah. What, Al? Yes. Oh, nothing. That was it. I was just agreeing that I would like karaoke. That'd be fun. All right. I guess your idea has like, merit. Yeah, we could do it. Opera. We could just all learn the jingles and just do a show. Okay. Yeah. I think we all know the jingles. How we many, do. How often do we hear them? I mean, yeah. at least do it on the show. We've never done an entire like live jingle show. Do it. We should do it. Do it. I'll get the jingles together. Uh, we'll make a file of it, and then we'll all like have them. I'm we'll going to make a prediction. It. This show is not ever happening. I'll, it's just another great idea. I will constantly remind both of you. That's it. <laughs> well, you have to remind him because he's the one who's going to be doing all the tech. Fair. Right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Fair. Well, me, I'm just going to show up. Fair, it's going to happen. <laughs> okay. I'm inspired now. All right. Well, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. Go ahead. All right. What is one, the topic, young this is a, This is a um, timeless topic. We've talked about it before, and we were going to talk about it once again because it's important for people to hear it. Okay. It's called Submissive Does Not Mean Passive, written by Kneeling Waiting. Thank you so much for giving us permission. She's been waiting four or five months she'd give me permission <laughs> well because there always seemed to be a time when we were talking about something similar so i would keep pushing it back right finally i'm like we're going to talk about this motherfucking post no matter what so she writes and it. says i am submissive but i am not passive i am strong-willed passionate and energetic in pursuit of what fulfills me i have strong sexual desires and needs and i share them openly but i don't dictate what happens or when And however my dominant chooses for me to serve, I will pour all of my energy into it. Being submissive does not make me quiet or passive. I am deeply passionate and completely unafraid to show the one who owns me. And it's not just in the bedroom. I have strong opinions about what I think is right and how things should be done, and I will 100% make those opinions known. But with the right partner, someone I can trust to put my needs first, I will defer to them on the final decision. With the right partner, I accept that they make a decision, and even if I disagree with it, they won't make a decision that harms me. And sometimes I do disagree, vigorously. Sometimes a decision will make me angry enough to want to shoot lasers from my eyeballs. (laughs) You suck. (laughs) But if I submit to this person, then I trust them to do what's right for both of us and for the relationship. So I make my feelings known and then actively choose to follow, but never, ever mistake me for passive. You know, the funny thing is, is we've talked a lot about, I don't think we've gone to this depth where we deal with the inspiration of submission. We've talked a lot about like submissive doesn't make me a doormat and, and self-advocating is a submissive and the negotiation and stuff like that. But it, it seems like it has been a while since we got into the inspiration for both dominance and submission. And that's kind of like where, where I go with this topic because um, the poster definitely talks about, uh, you know, I'm strong-willed and I'm opinionated and I deserve to have my opinion and those types of things. But they also talked about the fact that they do submit. But they submit because they know that the dominant has their best intentions once that trust is established. once that trust is established yes. and that in that it really is uh not every just because someone's submissive obviously they're not your submissive unless you inspire that submission and it also goes the same for dominance you know i can't be dominant to someone i mean in play sure i can grab anyone by the hair and do do dominant stuff um but as far as like being a dominant in their life and being some sort of uh you know 
authority in that type of way, I have to be inspired by the submissive just as much as they need to be inspired by me to give up that power like this poster talks about where it's where you can be at that point to where you're like, I don't actually agree with you, but I've been with you long enough or I trust you enough to see that you have a plan and I'm going to go for that plan. Right. Well, one would hope that that is true given the fact that you've negotiated that to begin with. Sure. But um, I think I've always thought it's important to talk about things like this, particularly because some people who come into kink for the first time or maybe even who've been into kink for a while but have a small community and only ever get to hear one very narrow viewpoint don't understand how uh, different different uh, power exchanges can be from one person to the next in a room inside a party you've got you know 50 to 100 people and all of them are doing their power exchange differently sure so there are and, and she says somewhere in the post there are absolutely power exchange dynamics in which that is not the case, in which the dominant wants to take over 100% and the submissive is perfectly happy letting them do that. Right. But Nice work if you can get it, by the way. <laughs> that is not the norm. Well, not, it sounds nice, but don't yeah, forget nice. that the dominant is... Ta- that's a tremendous amount of work for a dominant to take on in which they det- determine for you what your schedule is like, what you're going to be doing at school, you know, so many aspects in life that normally all of us decide for ourselves. Sure. So she's right when she says in other parts of the post, I didn't read, that if that's the path you're going down and you've both discussed it and you're both okay with it because it's what you want, that's one thing. But she's right when she says also that submissive and passive are two different things. Sure. And I, in my experience, this is purely my experience, I... I have noticed that more people I know who are submissive are most definitely not passive. I run across them every once in a while, and frankly, I don't understand them because it goes against my nature. Right. So for me, I, I, I don't get it. So it's hard for me to wrap my mind around someone who is that passive in a relationship. But like I said, there's just so many different ways of doing it. It's important that anybody coming into King for the first time understand that there, there is no one true way to do power exchange. I think it, I, as, I, as I go, you know, that it's for the dominants and the submissives, I'm also thinking this applies in so many other areas of your life. When you respect your boss or your coworkers and they have some authority like we're in charge of this and, and you're supposed to follow, I, I think in any situation that, I, that I've been in, like with music producers, like I, at my, my record deal, the producer was a joke. And I had to submit to this guy because he had the record deal and he had the airplay and I had to do everything he said and he said it to my fucking face. I say jump, you say how fucking high. Now this is me that they're saying this to and I had no respect for this person, you know? So that was a horrible experience. But then I've had other people in my life and other producers and, and things that I've worked with where they, they are absolutely in charge of what they do. They get it. They're talented. They have shown and, and proven to me that I can be okay letting go and letting them lead in this, either the production or, or music or at jobs that I've had um, where, where people, instead of trying to force that respect out of you or bring it about by fear or just you know being controlling or domineering, it is so amazing 
and even in my relationship with Mew, it is it is so much easier to give up power when someone actually just inspires it. When someone actually doesn't have to say, you have to respect me because I'm in charge. They just live it. I love that voice. <laughs> it, is, it is a joy to submit to somebody like that. I totally get what you're saying. And, and it makes absolutely. it easier when you don't necessarily agree. You know, when you're like, okay, well, maybe I don't know everything. And even if I, and we've talked a lot about that in, in situations where, you know, there's, there's a, a deeper meaning to the meaning. And it's like, you know, you're setting up something with your dominant and you're like, we're going to this event and the submit and the, and the dominant says, we're going to do this and we're going to do this and then we're going to do this and then we're going to go here and do it this way. And the submissives just like burning, like, but we could save 15 minutes if we just fucking do it this way. And then they obsess about the 15 minutes that they could save and that the dominant's doing it wrong. And now I got to submit to this. And, and maybe the object of the exercise was just, are you, who cares about the 15 minutes? Are you going to be patient with me? Or maybe you needed to speak up and later when you're dominant, find out you didn't, you kept sure. it to yourself. He gets pissed off. You sure. Know? So what, like, I remember in the past, I've heard you say things like, if you are a brat, that's great, but you're not going to work well with me because I don't like brats and I don't really put up with them that well. You know what you like, what you don't like, and well, what works yeah, with your personality. And in the same way, I, would, I know what works with my personality, and I know that I would never be able to have a power exchange with anybody who wanted me to never utter a word. One of the things that makes my relationship with Creative Explorer so great is that he values my opinion. That's right. kind of rare for me, and I, I like being with someone where that level of the relationship is equal or at least balanced. Um, but he still, I do make the decision to submit to him. And in that, even though the power exchange does lessen, is diminished somewhat out of uh, certain times of, of our weekend together, he still is in charge, still kind of is his schedule on his time, in his time frame, in his home. And I do have to kind of give in a, more than I would, obviously, if I were alone. So, hmm. yeah. 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 Oh, yes. Yeah, um, I think it's, I think it's kind of different for fetishists, because uh, mm. I'm, uh, I'm definitely much more on the fetish side of things. You know, I'm really into the damsel in distress fantasy um, and bondage, which is you know what I, I, I photograph yeah, on my website, thing, yeah. and I so I I know a lot of people who are into that, and the submission is only happening during the scene. It's not. It's it not, doesn't extend past the. It play, doesn't extend yeah. past that. It's like I know so many people who are just craving to get tied up, and you know we have a fun scene and do that, and and I do that a lot. I can both top and tie someone up or bottom and get tied up, but it, I, I it just seems kind of different from uh, from what I observe uh, in dom sub relationships. I think it's the fetish thing is much more just about the action. Sure. Um, I don't know, just an observation. And I think, I, and, ahead, and I've always, I've always felt kind of, I've always felt like I don't quite get the whole dom sub dynamic, and that I don't really fit it. It doesn't fit for me because I, I just don't quite understand it. And I, it would be really hard. I, I mean, I, I, I can't say I couldn't see myself in a relationship like that, but it hasn't really happened yet. So has there ever been? Let me ask a question. Yeah. Has there ever been a, a moment where you felt? 
like a twinge? Because I've had those with different people where you're like, huh, I have different, you know, like, oh, that's somebody I could relate to on a different, because I'm the same way most of what I do is in play. Most of my dynamic is in play. Most of my taking control or whatever. And then the rest of the time I'm good at being a nurturer. I like that. And that's the whole whatever daddy thing. But it, it's actually pretty rare that I, I see someone or I interact with someone and I get kind of that twinge. So I'm kind of more like on, on the same road with you. Do you ever get that point? Has there ever been people? Yes, yes. Um, and recently, I've, in fact, I did a, a photo shoot where I was getting tied up and I was just, I just got the shit tied up, tied <laughs> up and, and just massively gagged. And this is not someone I'm going to have that relationship with, but it was definitely put me in that, subspace which normally doesn't happen to me uh during a photo shoot but it was just so hot and it was their energy or uh yeah the energy they were definitely in charge and it was just i mean it was just really intense and they just worked me over really good (laughs) and good for you that always helps bravo (laughs) well i i i actually that's really good i get that because um there are if if I had to uh, point to a massive line down the middle of the kink community, it would be between people who are either fetishists or only play in a dungeon space or once or twice a month, and then the other half who, in the varying different degrees, do more uh, permanent power exchanges. Not necessarily twenty four seven. And I'll, I've all I've often noticed that once I can't generally speaking understand the other because it's so different from what you do and i have to say that uh i used to be one of those people too that i to me it was i go to the club maybe i play in private with somebody but the rest of the time don't fuck with me i like my life i don't want it to be changed in any way but creative explorer brings that out in me there's but you couldn't do of, that. You couldn't do that no i really couldn't do that with just anybody yeah but for some reason he he inspires that in me. He, uh, I there's a level of trust there and a connection there that for some reason I can do that. I can relax those rules with him, just not with anybody else. I really wanted like I went. I remember when I first got in the lifestyle. I used to go to a lot of mask meetings and master slave stuff, and I went to a lot of leather classes and a lot of DS classes, and I learned a lot, you know, about the daily rituals and the and the things. And I was really excited by that. Like that was something that. At least intellectually, I was like, I really, I really would connect with that, you know, that that is really cool. But I also had to realize that that is just not me in any, <laughs> every fucking time. I mean, I tried writing a contract with someone and it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. But then there's that other half of me that's so fucking lazy that like... <laughs> Like, shit, do I got to do a protocol today? You know, just can't you just jerk me off in the morning or something? And can't oh, we, my God. Like, like, it's just those intentions. Like, I understand it is a lot of any relationship, any commitment, any anything has a lot of work with it. But when there's, But when there's consistent rituals and protocols and ways of doing things that go beyond that, there's a certain archetype that... that responds to that yeah that's and those are people i don't know if you would call what brain you would call those people but i don't have it (laughs) i really liked the idea i really related to it i i mean i conceptualized it but i just had to finally realize i really don't have that kind of discipline for myself 
let alone being it. You know, like I could get on Muse ass about study, and there was there was definitely things. There's an element of that to where, your mentoring. Yeah, there's definitely, but but no, no, no. As <laughs> much as you tried, no. I tried. I really did. <laughs> I'm like this. Is, yeah, and I, I've also I find for myself that when uh, when I've tried to do a DS relationship outside of outside of just the play scene, it brings up my feeling of shame and self loathing. It's kind of con- being submissive is connected to hating myself. Uh, at least that's what comes up because for you me. feel like weaker, or I, I shouldn't weaker. be this weak minded. Yeah, it, it, for me, it comes up like you're less than. And right, it, just, right. it brings up my self-loathing, and it's and I get depressed, and it's just a really uncomfortable place. And I finally, uh, the the one relationship I'm thinking of, I finally just broke it off after. A couple but of okay, weeks. let me wow. ask you. Let me let me ask you a question because that's a, that is an amazing point. Did you feel by that partner? Were you inspired at all by their dominance? Oh, it was really hot. Okay, not not just hot, yeah. but did you did you really feel that you were in line with their plan for you or? Uh, no, uh, in a lot of ways, we were not on the same wavelength. Okay. It, it, yeah, it just, I just, I knew it wasn't going to work, and even though the play was really hot, it left me feeling like shit. Yeah. Wow. No, that, yeah. That's not good. No, that, I mean, that makes, that makes perfect sense, yeah. though, in, in lines with the inspiration. And, you and don't whatever. never know how it's going to affect you. Because what you would hope in that DS dynamic is that getting you through that because that's normal it's normal i mean at least it's normal for people like you and i that have you know that that struggle with self-worth and, and stuff like that it that's a normal thing to go through and in your relationship that would be part of how to get past that shitty feeling and that would be part of the dy- i mean that would literally be the focus of your early dynamic and i know so many you know in my experiences on those classes they talk a lot about this there's that insecurity is normal. And so you need somebody that's going to walk you through that and say, it's okay to have these feelings. That is part of your history and whatever abuses and things and obstacles and that you've gone through. But it's, it's really important. That's the focus of this relationship until you don't feel that shittiness. And I think if, if more people prepared for that, then there would be, it would be easier to go through those types of things. Does that make sense? Yeah, right, right, sure. Yeah. yeah. And we well we were also uh, we were also playing around with some humiliation play, which oh, is just uh, I mean that that's not gonna help things, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> you put the cart in front of the horse. Yeah, exactly. So like it, it wasn't gonna work. Yeah. But it was hot. Uh-huh. It was hot at right. the time at the time. You know, you take that's what you cool. can you, yeah, you, you take th- the wind. I still think about it sometimes. <laughs> still masturbation. It's in the spank it's, it's in the spank bank, goddammit. <laughs> Well, that is awesome. Good topic. Yeah, thank like you it. so much to that. Uh, I like it. That poster. Was, okay, well, then that's it. Podcast News. <laughs> did, One more. What is Al doing? She, did, she walked to the other side of the room and Al, was squatting against the wall. I think Al just did a mew. She did. She's did all in cold. Are you just cold or did you go over there to fart? Oh, cold. Oh, wow. Really? She's trying to get out of the path. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to sit on my lap, little girl? My lap is warm. Oh yeah, Sandra has a coat. That's so lovely. Thank you for offering that. Look at that. (laughs) 
when she went over. I can't believe she did that. Well, what is she doing? She is went, she going to squat and pee in the corner? I that don't would understand. be amazing, by the way. She already was, did that on the show, actually. I mean, you now have a moisture protection under. There's the, a moisture barrier under moisture the floor. The floorboard. That's you know very very uh, costly. All right, so PP report. I want to read a. Uh, email we got and then you can take over from there coots wrote to us and says i recently found your show and listened to podcasts through soundcloud on xbox i don't even know how that's possible how do you listen to soundcloud on xbox you stick the controller in your orifice kathy and then you uh, you hit a over and over no 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 and then it it, uh i don't know how to do it but i'm sure that's not xboxes have apps just like everything else and then you go yeah and you go. And you can put headphones on and listen. I'm not listening to what you're saying. I refuse. I'm in <laughs> denial. All right. He so says, the Xbox is basically kind of like a cell phone, I, its own okay. version, but it also plays games. And you have in controls. my day, it was just a game console. Back when in <laughs> in television, you're out. <laughs> Fucking baseball with the stick. the Z channel. Oh man. <laughs> Unfortunately, all your shows are listed in ascending order, so I can't just <laughs> let one. I'm sorry. Let one episode play into the other as I start from the beginning. Well, boohoo. I'm so sorry we didn't list it in ascending or in descending order. Can you create a playlist on SoundCloud that lists them all in descending order? That way I don't have to scroll to the bottom and move up to the next sequentially numbered one. When I first read this, can I just say I was like, oh, man, Boogie's going to be all over it. I'm just going to let him answer this, and Boogie's going to be all, fuck you, man. I don't give a shit if you have to scroll all the way down. Let me try to make more work for us. Instead, Instead. what you do is create the playlist. Kathy. Yes, Boogie. You know we got these listeners. (laughs) Our listeners mean And we want them to listen. (laughs) And And if they want us to put it in descending order. Well, here's, here's the problem. That I think. Okay, first off, I'm a tard. So that's okay. So when you go to the SoundCloud page and you go to Perverted Podcast, yes, they are all, they go from 200 and what? By the way, this is show 222. Yes, it is. The best number of any show we've ever had. My favorite number is two, and this is 222. Two, two. Okay. So something big is going to happen. Don't on do this that. Show. Don't something, predict anything. Because then you just get disappointed. No, no, no. All My right. life is, what does it matter? So. Um, so that way, I guess it plays backwards. So you have to listen. And if you put it on on play all, it just starts going backwards. Is that what it, I think? And that's he would what, like to listen to one, and then have it automatically have it go, go to forward. Two. Yeah. So that means uh, they have these things called playlists that I was like always saw, and I'm like, <laughs> is that what you would do? I don't that's know my what sound. Those noises are. That is the sound I make when I think about like what are they talking about. But you do, when you go to SoundCloud, if you want to listen to show one, because a lot of people, I don't yeah. understand it, you're a podcast person, um, they want to start from the beginning in, uh, you know... I mean, that's why know. we so number So you have them. context for everything. So, yeah, yeah. So what you need to do is make it go the other way. Because you do. You have to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll, and then you're at one. And then I don't think it plays the next one. It then you have to scroll and scroll and scroll yeah. to get. So two. you started a playlist. So I figure if you make a playlist, then you I put I did I, I think I did it. Okay. This guy didn't get back to me, but I did a one through fifty, and you have to do each one because if you just copy and paste, it'll fuck it all up. So can I ask you? Yeah. Does that mean that every time you upload the show, you now have to upload it to the playlist as well? Yes, once you're willing I, I'm, to do I'm that doing it work. in blocks of 50. So right now I made a playlist from 1 to 50. 
and in theory, it should play one to fifty, and you should be able to, you know, kind of jump ahead if you want or whatever. So, what I need it's from feedback. the perverted podcast listeners is to go and check that playlist and say yes. It works how it is. So then you can just go to the playlist instead of going all the way scrolling down and page after page after page to get to show number one. You should be able to go on the playlist and hit one through 50, the one through 50 playlist, and it should work. And if it does, then I'll make, um, you know, 50 through 50 through 51 through 100, and then I'll make us current, and that uh, I'll do it. Okay. It's a pain in so, the ass. So, Coots, let us know since you're the one who started and, uh, this. With and, the other, yeah, and the other listeners, if you go on, however you listen, most people, I think, listen on SoundCloud. Uh, and then right. some go through on the Xbox. webs. And the Xbox. On Xbox. <laughs> I'm like, what? Don't be salty, Kevin. Don't be ill. Don't, I want to be salty. Don't be old. I'm, I'm salty and sour. I'm old and my, uh, and my heart is cold. You're so. old in your heart. Yeah. So, I think that'll work. Okay. I don't know what other PP news we had. We do. We have a we have a new Patreon supporter. This is Allie Lil Kitten, which is also her FetLife name, name she wanted us to say. And welcome. She is a new Patreon supporter. She says, it means a lot to me that I have the financial capacity to be able to support amazing content creators such as yourselves. Huh. We need more of you in this world and your dedication to creating outreach and acceptance and education about our lifestyle and what we do is an inspiration. Keep doing what you're doing. We love you for it. Well, that's Thank just the much. nicest thing ever. Okay, Kathy. What? I didn't say this earlier, and I didn't... It's in the email. So I don't know how to deal with this because this has gone over. Like, when people give the $5, $10, I'm very excited. I can deal with that emotionally and mentally. I look in the Gmail, and it says somebody through, I guess, PayPal, through our PayPal, which Sent I didn't even you remember. money. Sent like 110 bucks. Get over it. Towards my car. Yes. And said, love the show, fix your fucking car. And I haven't clicked on it. <laughs> I, like I already clicked on I it. I see it there, and I'm like, I don't know how to deal with this, because that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for someone to, to donate. To, for anyone to donate. Well, if it's a lot of money for it's, them to donate, they decided that it's worth that's, it. And I, I am super, super grateful, but I'm also just like... Well, I don't know what to do. I, I, no. I understand. Very nice. Uh, well, I, listen, I am not making light of what you said, talked about earlier during Potato Mayhem, where you said... I don't um, want to talk about it anymore. Cause, no, no, you know, where you said that, that people don't understand um, mental issues and that they don't know... They're not in your brain. They don't know what goes on there, and you have to decide for yourself what works for you. But this is one of the areas in which you have to tr- get over it. Because somebody out there loves you and loves the podcast enough to send that money. They care about you. If you want the cynical one to help you, they want you to stop talking about it and they want it, the problem fixed. Thank so you. Does that make it easier? Up. I like that. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, Just fine. fucking take right, the shut money. The fuck up. I'm not going to use it on the brakes. I'm going to use it on the starter. So, But that's a good thing. You're still thing. using yeah. it towards the car. I am using exactly. it towards the car. Yeah. Which was funny because it was right before the starter went out, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to do the brakes because I'm just going to make them squeal again. If I spend 500 bucks on the brakes, I'm going to, you know, because I'm... Uh, just start braking differently. I'm just going to start... I'm, it's going to happen again, and then I'm going to waste 500 bucks on brakes that already work, and so I'm like, well, I can't take the money because, you know, I'm not going to... And then the starter died, and I'm like, well, 
I guess I could use it. Hey, pal, here I come. <laughs> I could use it for that. Yes, answer that email. Please. I will answer. Th- imagine that the, somebody sends you that and they don't hear from you. Well, that it was just like, blows. yeah, I just saw, well, because you know, my internet and everything was gone, so I didn't hear it because the phone was dead. Because <laughs> it went in the poop toilet. <laughs> it went, did not. didn't go in the toilet. You know when you when I read that that was my first, the first thought I had, was it pre-poop or post-poop? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because if it was post poop, I would have left. Jesus anymore. Christ, Kathy! I think, oh, wait, wait, we have one more. We, oh, uh, wow. You and I, this whip the PP report. Whenever it comes on, there we got shit to talk about. Okay, you and I are going to be on the thinking. Oh Atheist. yeah, that's right. Thinking Atheist tomorrow. The, the thinkingatheist dot com. We're doing. Uh, yeah, we're going to be on a panel, a polyamory panel. It's going to be fun. I, you know. Uh, I am surprised that they want us there. When I looked at the other three panelists, I'm yeah, like, well, these are all I mean, atheists. Well, I mean, we are, but we're, we're perverted podcasts. Yeah, Kathy, we're awesome. Yeah, we we kind of are. Yeah, I won't so lie. it's just well, I mean, we represent the kink aspect of poly because the yes. the, the, the the people that are on there's two I atheists think, and one polyamory. Yeah, and and, and they do, and they actually their whole show is about polyamory. Exactly. And so I don't know. I'm sure they cover kink and stuff in that, but I don't know if they're actually kinky. So I think they're just trying to get a diversity because we definitely represent a. We're definitely over here. We're on the dirty pervert, dirty, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the email in which you're all, what can we say? What can We get pretty nasty. And yeah. he's like, I try to keep it G-rated. Did he <laughs> say PG-13. that? I didn't, even, I didn't even say that. Yeah, Did PG-13, he? PG-13, I think. I didn't even see said. that response. I he said go. if it's, we discuss sexual matters openly, but we try and keep the crass out of it, so. Oh, okay. I got to so think about that. So we have to be that. careful, I gotta think. Boogie. Well, and that's why they brought us. But I think it, it's going to be, first off, it's an atheist show. I've heard the show. It's a great show. And... And it's our, this is where, what's exciting about this is they, I don't know how he found us, but he's like, hey, you know, I'm doing a show on Polly and, and I heard you guys would be good to talk about this. You guys open to do this, which means that slowly but surely we've been around long enough that people are like, you know, they know of us and, Mm. and hopefully this was kind of the hope is that we could go on non kink shows and start talking about, you know, these things and, and being a part of the the non-kink community uh, as well. So I think that's what was very exciting uh, for me is that, oh, okay, good. This is what, I mean, this was the whole goal in the beginning. I mean, the kinky people, you know, they have a community, you know, but the non-kinky people, this is how they're going to find out, you know, about our point of view and and hopefully we'll represent that well. And I'm just excited. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, I told Creative Explorer, he's all, the thinky atheist. I I listened to that. I'm all, I know that. Well, Boogie and I. Yeah, we were asked. Yeah, because we're so special. Because, you know, we represent the pigs. Yeah. It'll be be fun. Now I got to not be crass. How do I do that? Boogie, you're going to have to rein it in, man. going to be like, He's recording this, though, thank God. So thank this isn't God. going yeah, live. Yeah. No, it will be fine. It'll be fun. I yeah. just look forward to that's it. That's all I have for panel. the PP report. All right. Well, I think that's pretty damn good. Sometimes we just want to talk about shit. So here it is. A random host topic, bitches. If I'm going to sing it to the people in the audience, I should probably know the words. They won't know that like you're... Half, do it like two seconds after. That way you'll know the words. Halfway after. I'm like... <laughs> and Al's trying to look at my mouth and she's all, oh my God, <laughs> he's having a stroke. He's having a stroke. Somebody look called. Me, I smile. Do you smell toast? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I take... I got to get a picture. I had a picture of it in my phone that died. They have an animation at Kaiser Hospital. 
Oh, that, do um, they? Of a stroke. Of a stroke. No, it's not to be laughed at. And it's a cartoon. No, it's a cartoon picture. And the guy literally looks like a fucked up South Park. He's like, and it's like has all the symptoms and whatever, which is absolutely, you know, I watch for those things because I'm old. Uh, but and yeah, your heart is, is cold. My, it is. It is cold. But that was really, really funny. Yeah. So anyway, this is your host topic. Oh, this. Oh, that's right. All right. So go with me. Hopefully there'll be some uh, some input uh, from some other people. But I've I've experienced this. In, in a number of ways, it, it it's kind of a serious topic, and I don't I don't want to get too deep into assault and rape and and that type of thing. Um, this is primarily dealing with once you have a case, uh, and you, by case you mean what? By case you mean you have reported your assault to the police. You've done you know you're in that process. Uh, you have been the victim of, of an abuse, of a sexual abuse, a stalking, some uh, an act of violence, something like that. And you have now started the process with investigators, uh, prosecutors, those types of things. You now have a case. The person has been arrested or there is a case uh, against, this, uh, against the attacker. Um, I have a family full of lawyers. I have a family full of defense lawyers. So the, 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 the people that, that get paid to represent the bad guy. Uh, which isn't always the bad guy, and that's why you have defense attorneys to find, you know, to, you know, that's the due process of court, supposedly. But yes, a lot of times they represent the actual bad guys. Um, so I've been privy to decades of stories of what to do and what not to do in court and what, you know, what people look for and what fucks people up in their cases. And, uh, and so I read a post on another website recently uh, where somebody made a, a very, you can't judge the blunder uh, because it was based on trying to regain strength. And Fauna did something like this before she died because she had a stalker who was, uh, you know, an ex partner who was damaging her car and stalking and doing, uh, she started that case. You know, we all supported so she could get this case to get the restraining order against this guy and get him the fuck out and whatever. And, and she did something that, that in one sense you want to support people gain, regaining and taking that power back because when someone assaults you or attacks you, they've taken power from you and you need to reclaim that and get that back. And so uh, what's apparent, uh, it's fairly common is that people will do something to like, fuck you, you didn't, you didn't beat me. There's that moment that you want to say, you didn't beat me, I'm taking my power back. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of support for that, obviously, in, in, in your support group and the victim support group, me too, all of those uh, type of victim support things. There's that energy and support that you need to reclaim yourself and take your power back from your abuser. Unfortunately, there's a game that's being played once you have a case. And you have to be careful. Like this thing that I read, um, this, this woman had an, uh, an attacker. And then after the assault, they actually damaged the car and, you know, and all of this thing to, like, fuck with them more or whatever. Uh, and so... What they did is once they got the car fixed, they actually drove to 
the attacker's house or building or whatever and sat in front of the camera and flipped off the camera. Fuck you. You didn't beat me. I'm taking my power back. And then drove away, and then they instantly realized that that might have been dangerous to the case, to the legal case, the proceedings that are going. And the answer is, it is dangerous. It's very bad for your case to do things. Fauna did something like that, too, where she went to his house and threw the fucking files on the porch, you know, that here you're supposed to have this. And... Whereas you respect, you absolutely respect the victim trying to take their power back, you cannot jeopardize your case by confronting your attacker before that case is finished. Right. Because the defense is now going to make up. They're going to take anything they can to discredit you, to make you look like you weren't a victim of an assault, that it was maybe consensual and you're just some jilted lover that's now just being vengeful and look at this erratic behavior. You're, if you're so scared of them, why are you going to their fucking house? And they can use that and put a lot of damage and create a lot of problems in your case by doing those types of things. So that once something goes into the legal system, you have to be very careful until it's you done. You have to play the game. And it's a bullshit game, and it doesn't account for your need to reinvent yourself and take your power back. But it is a game, and you can lose the game very easily in an assault case. Because credibility is going to be everything, especially when it's a he said, she said, or a he said, he said, or a she said, he said, whatever. Whoever the attacker is and whoever the victim is, if there is not, you know, substantial video, every, if, if the proof is not all there, it's a he said, she said case. And you're going to have to have your credibility assaulted by the person that's being paid by the defendant to do that. So... The reason I wanted this topic is to I, I wanted to talk about that because I've heard of this a number of times in my own life, in my own circle, a social circle of this situation happening. And of course, being raised with attorneys and knowing this is the stuff that they look for to kind of just give some compassion and empathy and, and say, I absolutely understand the need to take that power back. You cannot do those types of things while you have a case because it's going to harm your case. Now, the one thing that was the most important thing that this person did that I read about is they said, I felt totally stupid and I let the investigator know immediately after what I had done, which is absolutely what you have to do. Because if you don't disclose everything that you have done in your case, then the defense is going to try to blindside the prosecution by fucking with your credibility. And, well, now we have this information that shows... And if the the prosecution and the investigators on the side of the prosecution don't have the ability to figure out how to explain this by bringing in a therapist and saying, look, our client was trying to regain their power, obviously, blah, 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 blah. Hopefully, the jury's going to obviously be sympathetic to that. Hopefully, not always the case, but whatever. But you always have to disclose to your side, whether it's the defense or the prosecution. You don't want there to be surprises. So if you do make a mistake like that, 
And like, uh, you know, Fauna had to do that. And I, I remember going off on, I was so pissed, but I had to understand. And, you know, you have to go talk to the investigator. So I know this is kind of, this isn't a kinky topic, but unfortunately sexual assault and these things happen. And as hard as it is to get a conviction where we know most, most people don't even go forward with their abuse because the system is so fucked up and it is so easy to get fucked out of a, 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 a justice decision and you have to play this game, I just kind of wanted to bring in that reminder that if you have friends or family or you yourself have been assaulted and you're involved in a case, when the victim wants to regain that power, that there needs to be other methods of doing that to not put that case in danger. Yeah. Going into the legal system for the first time, it is mind-boggling, and it is like a different world, a world in which you don't know the rules. And you have to go hire an expert to tell you what those rules are. And if you're hiring somebody, you better be following their advice and not doing something like that, even though it's something that in a 12-step group or in a... Um, any kind of therapy group that you're in, they would encourage you to take yeah, back you your power. Say- but the legal system is a completely different world. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a bureaucratic, crappy technicality. Well, I mean, murderers get off, you know, just just stupid, stupid shit. And it, but that's the game. If you want to try to get uh, justice or the restraining order or something like that, it's a broken, shitty system. And you have to play that game as right. best you can for the best result. Right. Good I topic. think that something that you should do if you are in that situation and something that I did when I was in a similar situation was go to a therapist and get advice on ways to kind of gain that power back where you're not directly contacting or affecting. Yeah, exactly. Like you can like write a leather and burn it or like there's tons of other make effigies and stick pins in it. You know, yeah, you know, there's lots of other ways. And I think just reaching out to a professional to get help in that way is the best thing you can do in that situation. Definitely. I mean, there is a lot of support. There's surely more support now for victims than there ever has been. And it's still not a perfect system. And so absolutely the more support and the more positive people and, and people that understand. I mean, like I can give you, you know, you want to talk about child abuse, I can talk to you all day. I can't talk to you about sexual assault because as an adult I haven't been sexually assaulted. So it's very important to have people around you that have been through uh, those things that understand that overwhelming urge to, to stand up to your, to your, to your attacker. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Good topic. So was, was that crazy? Should I not? I'm like, is that okay to bring up? No, I think it's a good topic. Not everything I, we talk about is kinky. I mean, I, know, I, I would say the majority of it. Isn't is, this a but, podcast about sex and kinky? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's just of, very, I don't know. I just was like. Are you feeling this, self-conscious all of a sudden? No, I mean, I know it's an important topic because we're going to, you know, pe- it's just the shitty side of life. Yeah. This is just the, you know, people don't want to talk about death and they don't want to talk about, you know, crimes and shitty things. and being. I think it's know. important to but, talk about yeah. and I think something new. And different is good every once in a while. Everyone's oh. like, what the hell got up his ass? I don't know. I'm surprised Al is back after what you did to her Yeah, I heard week. that. Did you hear the jam? <laughs> it. It's a good jam, huh? Uh, yeah. That's a good jam. Dale has something to say. It's not my ringtone. Oh, <laughs> yes. When I, when I was listening to it, I was driving and I had to actually pull over. I started laughing so yes! hard. <laughs> ah! 
It was good. Oh, my goodness. I don't know where that drop is now, but it's... It's, uh, it's in there it's, somewhere. Look at that, Kathy. A new sort of segment. And here now we enter into... Storage... Jingles. When beefy listeners don't send questions, Kathy's butthole feels the tension. She must go to Reddit. Kinky posts and fucked up problems. Kathy gets our shit on Reddit. On the way, we try to solve them. When listeners don't send in questions, <laughs> Kathy's butthole feels the tension. <laughs> That's all I had. But all and they're all just staring at me like staring, sitting here, just like uh, in silence. Here, do you want to put on the headphones? Here, I'll play it again. Oh God, it's the Reddit. um, Here, Dell. Go ahead. We're just going to let everyone hear. And this is uh, this is second time. Wait, which which one is it? I can't. Oh wait, here, here. When beefy listeners don't send questions, Kathy's butthole feels the tension. She must go to Reddit. Kinky posts and fucked up problems. Kathy gets our shit on Reddit. On the way, we try to solve them. Okay, <laughs> that was magical. Okay, so now then, as someone who listens to Wait, the show, Sandra's now, the only one who hasn't heard it. I'm not going to play it. A th- well, okay, Aww, I'll play it a third look, time. No, 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 no. Sandra, listen to. She was ready to hear I'll, it. Okay, fine. Everyone just fast forwarded a bit. <laughs> They're like, you can't edit this out. No, I can't. When beefy listeners don't send questions, Kathy's butthole feels the tension. She must go to Reddit. Kinky posts and fucked up problems. Kathy gets our shit on Reddit. On the way, we try to solve them. <laughs> Sandra's like, okay. Uh, what the hell was that? You know so what? Now you're, listeners, you're, I'm not going to edit it. You're like, right. You it three times. When I when I go to um, look at the weeks, the next week's show, and go, what what can I look? And I pull up all of my docs, and I look under some fucking advice, and I see nothing. My butthole does pucker. <laughs> that's, that's that's your butthole tension. It is. So I think that well, the thing that I was trying to 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 see is the quality because that's not in the big studio that is literally i it's just good. a crappy laptop and then i got the converter and whatever and a microphone and i'm just using the compression plugins and things like that it I'm works not, i mean i certainly don't mean to uh diss your old jingles that were done in a so you don't know, studio you don't notice no, the difference i don't really okay. but i no okay sorry. that's all i care about okay that's all i care about and then i tried an acoustic one now just remember i'm in storage <laughs> i I saw the picture. I'm in storage singing and going, well, I look down the hall and I go, is anyone there? And then I, we are, you know, my Reddit. Kathy's butthole, it's butthole, butthole. <laughs> I'm just singing in storage. People are poking their head at so it. People are like, there's like one weird, there's a lot of some, 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 some people like me that are spread around and they just lean out and they're like, the new guy, <laughs> the new guy, why is he here? I mean, it's outdoor. My one's outdoor, so we park our cars, but it's like a, a kind of a long, echoey hallway, so you can right. hear everything everyone's doing in their storage. And so I'm like, you know, they're not going to bother me. I'm going to do it. So then I tried an acoustic one, and I did this one. AIDS. Don't ever get that. Because that would really suck. So put on a condom. I just wanted to do one just with the acoustic guitar. So well, I'm I certainly could... glad you weren't putting any effort into the lyrics because that was Well, it's true. So AIDS, weird. don't ever get that because that would really suck. Put on a condom. What? <laughs> it's just the lyrics. It's just, I just needed some. I just, and, you it's, know, and it's very bread kind advice. of. Huh? That's, that's great that's good life, life advice. advice. Don't get AIDS. It sucks. You know, I, you know people don't like it. It's, oh it's not fun. God. I had it, you know, thank God I haven't got that again. It's an old comedy joke. AIDS. Okay. 
I hope I don't catch that again. Everyone laughed. It was like 20 years ago, too, and before they had the, uh, the cocktails and everything. Right. So it was bad. So right. so those are well, okay. Well, I like the jingle. It's good. So the sound, is, that's okay? I like it. Okay, but then fuck yeah. it. Then I can record That'll jingles and storage. Jing- storage jingles. Storage jingles. And now the next step. <laughs> you need to create a playlist called storage, storage I have one. It's the storage <laughs> jingles. That's the, that's the new file. But if I can do it there, obviously I can do it anywhere. So now the next thing is that I could do the same level of jingle in the car. I just have to run the battery, you know, just dry. So, okay. so I'm Why? working at the, I and, and I put it up and some of the listeners were like, hey, you know what? I like the fact that you're doing whatever you can to keep the show going. And so. As long as I can have a place to record the jingles, I can, you know. Right. Okay. Cool. Do some music. Sounds good. I like it. Sing about your tits. All right. Don't sing about I my tits. Sing about Kathy's tits. My butthole. Or I'm my singing vagina. about Kathy's tits and Al's tits nope. rubbing together. Well, while, Al's tits, yeah. Wow, creative explorer and and uh, Dell jerk each other off. <laughs> oh, like if they jerked each other off onto your guys's tits. Okay. What are you trying to do consented. to me? Huh? I never consented. I to totally this. consent to that. You would consent. So, <laughs> yes. Not so, heartbeat. Okay. So, Del, you have you met Creative Explorer? Wait, you have. Yeah. Why he just gave he me was, that? He just gave me that. Uh, God. We, we just talked about. I was talking to him at two a.m. instead of him being with Kathy. So yes, I've met yes, the man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got. Yeah, I got boogie. All that. God. God. But have you jerked him off? No. Okay. Well then. One time we were all we were playing at 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 the club we don't talk about anymore. Sure, uh, it was me and him and two of our friends, a married couple, and we were, oh, I don't I don't know somebody he was Creative Explorer was doing something to somebody on a bench. I don't remember who, right. but uh, my friend, the guy, was stand you know leaning against the wall watching what was going on because right. it was it was his wife on the bench. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. We were having a good time. And uh, Creative Explorer had these gloves on, these gloves that vibrate, and you know. You can oh, touch like somebody. the "fuck you, okay, you" gloves. I have no idea. what, so what that it is. sets the, the brand on one of the vibrating finger oh. gloves. It's 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 like "fuko you," but it spell it spells out like "fuck you, okay, you," and that's the "fuck <laughs> okay. you, okay, you" gloves. Alrighty, they're very sensitive. They're great. Yeah. I love them. But um, so my friends and I were talking about guys together and how great it would be if Creative Explorer and this guy were actually bisexual and were into each other because we, the women, would love that. Creative Explorer stops what he's doing, walks over to the guy and just puts his vibrator hand on his crotch and grabs his his junk. And the guy just stands there like, yeah, whatever. And then they both look at each other and go, yeah, nothing. And then they keep playing. And the rest of us (laughs) in the room, there were three women in the room, the rest of us were like, Stop right there while I take a mental picture of that because that is going in my spank bang. <laughs> I will never forget that fucking scene where I saw Creative Explorer put his hand on someone's junk. I was that was great. I've thought of it often. That's good, Kathy. I think I thought of it the other night. That's good. Okay, that's very, very <laughs> so. Good. I was reading Reddit. So we're on Reddit now. Yes, and I'm we're I'm reading about this girl. She and her dom have a like a kinky friends with benefits relationship. Sure, sure. They've had it for two years. And in particular, they like to do pain play and consensual, non-consensual, which is awesome. Sure. They get into an argument, unfortunately, because she's going on a date with somebody else and he gets jealous. And uh, in the course of that conversation, she finds out that he is much more attached to her than he has ever let on. Right. So when she tells him that she doesn't see him that way, he, he starts to act in a very... In a way that starts to scare her. He starts to pace back and forth. His face turns red and he's getting angry. So she gets very nervous 
and asks him to leave, at which point he turns around and backhands her. That's assault. That's really bad. So here's what happens. Here's the aftermath of that. He apologizes to her. She doesn't want anything to do with it. She kicks him out. Next morning, he starts blowing up her phone, trying to get a hold of her, and then gives a really lame excuse of he thought they were doing consensual, non-consensual play, which is utter (laughs) and complete bullshit. Yeah, that's a lie. She calls him on that. So she makes the decision already to end the relationship because she's all, there's no going back yeah, after no. that. But here's where she, why she writes into Reddit and asking for advice because her friends, who, by the way, are all kinky, say that to her, it's rude to end things before hearing him out because she's overreacting. They even go so far as to say, since you're into pain play, it should not be a big deal. So those aren't friends. Exactly. That's it. Right. So here's her dilemma. And I think she's a very, very smart to do this. She's absolutely certain that what he did was abuse and she's out of there. Right. But to have so many of her friends whom she trusts give her a completely opposing view, she starts to doubt herself and wonder, is there something I'm not looking at? And that's why she writes that's this a, Reddit that's post. Some do- is it a, it's a small community and they're all friends. Who knows? And so it's a don't rock the boat thing. That's just don't rock the boat. That's how that's how parents can can tell children that they were the cause of the fucking abuse. It's it's just that that whole oh my god, my life's going to be upheaved by the fact that you were assaulted, so I'm totally willing to dismiss your assault and your feelings and your trauma because it's going to make my life uncomfortable. Exactly. That's called being a shitty fucking horrible person. That's called being a blemish on the fucking ass of society and it happens constantly where people are literally going to tell you you weren't assaulted this is bad because it's going to make my life fucking inconvenient look what you've done to this family are you really going to put the family through this now what now you're going to go out to the community and this is the fucking type of shit that we wanted to avoid in certain other places and that's the certain thing that, uh, oh, we're, we can't talk about these things. We can't talk about it because if something bad, it's going to make it uncomfortable for everyone. And that, no, 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 no. No. Yeah. And I, I loved that I don't normally talk about the response she got to this, but she got such overwhelming support and people telling her, you are absolutely right in your, in your ass- ass- yeah. assumption that was abuse, walk away, and those aren't your friends. And so she, she says, yeah, I'm walking away. Good, good I'm losing her. my friends, but it's better than... You're not, yeah, what are you losing? Exactly. What and are you there, losing? I will say she had some friends who were okay with it afterwards right. and, and who said, no, no, you, you're right, you need to do what you need to do. But I think it's important to discuss this because that is a massive misconception that non-kinky people have and that is that if you enjoy being hit why should you complain later when he does it, he or she does it in a way that you don't necessarily like sure, you, you agree to it if, once if why you're a you prostitute you obviously can't be raped if you're if you're sexually active this is this is archaic fucking uh, just religious dinosaur thinking that obviously if you like this why can't you just why are you going to make things difficult you know, and heaven forbid you're somebody who is in a community that is small and yeah. does not have a lot of people with different opinions, and they've convinced you that this is okay. Hopefully, you're listening to the show and you realize that that is absolutely not okay. What yeah. you negotiate within a dynamic within a play scene is for that play scene and that time frame yeah. only. You are not allowed to carry that dynamic outside of the and scene. Not, and it's and it's obvious, you know, it's it, it's. <laughs> fucking whatever and i wasn't there 
So I'm just, from a hypothetical point of view, that's the only way I can look at this. If this as is as it was described, where all of a sudden he gets butt hurt and he starts huffing and doing the crazy guy fucking thing. Right. And then he turns around and backhands her and then tries to play it off because now he realizes he fucked up and he rather, he's going to have consequences and he has to make up for that and he has to fucking deal with his shit to not and just make excuses. I mean, that's just straight, uh, that's just straight abuser logic. Right. Just, you know, say, look what you're doing and then turn around and abuse for Yeah, fucking God. I know it made me so furious to read this um, even more so when you imagine that there are people out there who maybe don't listen to this podcast or any of the other podcasts who discuss healthy relationships or who don't reach out on Reddit and get that support and simply go along with it because they don't know any better. That fucking shit breaks my heart to know of the people out there who who have just they believe their friends they believe their abusers they abuse their families they abuse, I mean and that's I mean that's the the driving force behind having a sex positive community and by having podcasts in all the different podcasts that we have, not just ours, of course ours is the best, but, um, <laughs> but that we have that, that somehow we show not just an individual because even as just podcasters, they can be, Oh, you're just bitter. You guys just, you know, whatever they can say, whatever they want about us. And you guys are just a show you're detached, whatever. But it is so important to develop that community that creates those responses to where, you know, like this person went on Reddit and and heard a logical side from people who weren't invested in that community that didn't care that things were going to get stirred up and that people might get kicked out or, you know, arrests might be made or whatever, that they don't care. We need more of that kind of social accountability and that's what the community is supposed to be but the reality is is there are so many communities and we have them in in los angeles where people are still so afraid to rock the fucking boat because it's going to cause problems that they'll literally victim shame and victim blame and, and tell people that they weren't assaulted or that they shouldn't do anything about it or that they should just stay and fucking take it you know and it I don't know. It's everywhere. It's sad. It's sad, but... But particularly in kink when people don't understand the difference between abuse and play. Yeah. And and I, I, I grant you it is a difficult distinction if you are outside of the community and you don't understand it. Yeah. it I, I, under, I can totally see how someone who... It's like, what? You let somebody hit you, and now you're complaining that, that they that hit they you? you? I, I don't understand what the difference is. Well, there's a motherfucking di- difference, and whether you understand it or not, you should pay attention to the people who are within the relationship and not bring your own fucking judgment onto it because you don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. And people who come into the community, particularly for the first time, I just... I. Pray to a God I don't believe in <laughs> that they find some kind of support that allows them to see the other side of it right. and allows them to gain their power back. I mean, this is kind of in keeping with your host topic about gaining your power back. When somebody does something like this to you, you absolutely need, like Al says, to go to a therapist, to go to a therapy group, or get a supportive group of friends sure. who help you find what the answer that's right for you. And once again, now to take my self-righteousness out of it, I've done shitty things, I've done inappropriate things in relationships where I have had to take ownership of those things, I've had to apologize honestly and make changes in my life. I am not saying that this isn't something that the the person that hit her 
can't recover from, that there can't be therapy, that there can't be healing, maybe obviously not in this relationship. Uh, but if they won't take ownership of that, which obviously then you're just a, then yeah. now you're just a, an abuser, you know, you're just an abuser and you're going to continue to abuse people. And it's unfortunate. You're not going to see that side of someone you thought you could trust until something like this goes down yeah. and you see for the first time how that person reacts to being called on something. Yeah. Because not all of us can do it very well. In fact, when I was younger, I didn't like admitting when I had done something wrong. Sure. I didn't like, it made me feel horrible and I would lie just not to do it in high school and even into my early 20s. And I learned some really humiliating and tough lessons about what kind of person I want to be and what kind of person I don't want to be. And even when it's fucking hard to do, I would 100% rather own up to having done bonehead stupid things where I wasn't thinking where I was being selfish rather than pretend that, oh, well, the reason I did that is because I thought we were still doing consensual, non-consensual play. What's the matter? I can understand. Hey, I can understand the fear, you know, of I can, being caught I, I, in a being lie. Being caught in a lie and being caught it. in something like that. People are going to want to kick the shit out of you. You know, there. You know, you could get arrested. I understand. There's a lot. You know, so let's go back another step and say to prepare for that. Maybe you should start learning how to not let your anger get away from you. Or getting involved in situations where you're going to get in in a place where you're going to lose your control. Well, this guy clearly, I mean, my God, if he had been keeping these these feelings to himself and the entire two years been lying to her saying, yeah, well, this is friends with benefits. I totally get it. And the entire time harboring resentment because she's going out on dates. Of course, it's going to explode. That guy's had more problems than simply letting his rage get out of control one time. He needs to time. learn how to communicate in general. Absolutely. <laughs> so what, what, what was that? What's the word? Communicate. Communicate. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> did That's you like just, the way Al said it? I did. <laughs> Communicate. That's right. Oh my god. <laughs> Kyogre anal. It's just a you know. Hey, wow. I mean. You want it, don't you? I just want the Kyogre. I don't necessarily want the anal. She's not letting you have. <laughs> you know that. what? You can't do that. <laughs> Because that's just whore, and I appreciate the whore. Don't get me wrong. I have partaken of thine professional uh, in Mexico. It was amazing. Wait, please. I have a song about For it. For another podcast time. I never talked about that. No, no. Fucking hookers not in Mexico. It. it was fucking I will great. put it on next time. Yeah, 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 I have. Oh, okay. I, have. I, wrote a song. I, I guess I just tune him out so Maybe I'll play that song at the end of this show about a situation where it was it was. I won't talk about the level of craziness in Mexico. Um, yeah. That was not all legitimate. But I did, they did uh, pay for a prostitute who, it was like a whole no, night. Well, but we're not going to talk about it. Why? I'm going to play because the Because I'm saving it for next week. What? I'm putting your uh, Mexico prostitute adventures I on just, Potato Man. <laughs> I'm just going to put it in the song. I wrote a song called Gabby okay. about it and I'll play it in the, right. in the that's the story. That'll scattered. be the end yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, right. Fuck it. I'll do that. Get it. She was sexy. She was cool. Okay. It was a magical moment. Was that your first time? What? With a a Mexican prostitute? Uh, Yeah, I'd only... Yeah, they weren't all successful adventures. I remember once... I didn't do it a lot, uh, you know, but I would go out there and... uh, Why did I ask? Yeah, yeah, those were some crazy fun... (laughs) That's all I got. We got nothing else on But that one moment, like when shit's just going crazy, I mean, like... 
legitimate crazy shit, and then at the end you're like, oh, eh. And then you have an uh, a moment with somebody. I don't give a fuck whether it's a. I don't give a fuck whether they're getting paid or not. You have a great moment with a woman where you kind of you connect beyond just the whatever. It was it was cool. It was cool. Nice. Okay. It was a cool moment. All right. Never to be repeated. Yay. Disappeared into the night. It's Psh. gone forever. It was it's in gone. the ether. You must have given her a lot of money. Huh? Yeah. No, I didn't give her any. <laughs> I didn't give her any money. That Aww, was, you know. Prostitute they, with a heart of gold. No, 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 no. That was, you know. Just, I, it'd be hard to explain. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. There's, it's in the song. It's in the, yeah, it's sort okay. of in the song. It was kind of, it was nice. Cool. You know, nice, you know, it was nice. Right. Hmm. I got nothing else. Hmm. I'm just thinking about it. Would you press the <laughs> button already? Yay! That is our show. Much love and kisses to you, our kinky family, and glittery sprinkles to our amazing Patreon supporters for all of the faith you have in us. There's many ways you can support the show. You can like us, you can comment on us, tell us to your friends about us, or you can join us on patreon.com forward slash perverted podcast. Joining us in the love lab tonight are the lovely owl freezing her buns Yay! off over there. Dale, thank you as usual for being here. Our tech support, Sandra from TrannysInTrouble.com. Please send us your questions, comments, or ideas to pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. That was show 222. Yes, it was. Your favorite number. Best number show we've had. Yay. I don't think we're going to make it to 2200 22. No, we're definitely not. God, I hope not. I hope I'm dead before two, 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 two. Because it took five years to get to two, two, that, the, yeah, Four fifty years. Yeah, yeah no, nope. not, not gonna happen. Nope. Unless we start doing the five shows a week, like we get hired, like by like, Sirius XM, whatever. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Then, then we'd have to get some five, fucking content. Well, we'd have you have producers at oh. that point. Oh, okay. You have people, well, you have producers that actually you know, do, find content for find us. Find content, yeah. <laughs> and there's a giant audience, and they just you know, it's not like we're we don't have to go to Reddit. I mean, we can, but you know, right. we don't. So that could happen. No, it, can't. it could happen. Okay, maybe in your brain again, in your crazy fantasy mind. Whatever. Here's a song about a <laughs> fun experience with a hooker in Mexico. Woo! <laughs> Walk the stage like magic Before their hungry eyes She dripped of softness, grace and beauty I found myself inspired Her name was Gabby She lit the Latin skies It may seem crazy Sometimes a man just needs to know that he's alive I'd mock the men while they weren't looking She had to hold her laugh No matter what, she's still a woman And worthy of respect Her name was Gabby She lit the Latin skies It may seem crazy Sometimes a man just needs to know That he's alive 
was noticeably nervous It seemed to make her smile The sweetest kiss was unexpected Then it all became alright Her name was Gabby She lit the Latin skies It may seem crazy Sometimes a man just needs to know that he's alive 